Hey, what's up? This is Mick from Comistar, and it's time. Uh, and this time, I'm going to talk about e-residency. Um, it's been a couple of days since I recorded the last podcast. Actually, it's been a week. And in the last episode, I told you that I promised myself that I will be recording every day um, to improve the skill of podcasting. But uh, as um, I had some family emergencies and health problems, uh, then I had to skip for a whole week. But anyway. Um, while this podcast is targeted to e-residents and solopreneurs out there for some odd reason, I did not touch on this topic in the first two episodes, uh, which I recorded. However, let's fix that mistake and dive right in there. So what is Estonian e-residency? Estonian e-residency is a digital ID, which enables you to open and manage Estonian company remotely and fully online. Not a single paper needs to be signed by hand. Weirdly, Although it is a digital ID, you will still get the physical card as well, which is called the residency card. I do believe that this uh, physical card in itself is the biggest bottleneck for the whole e-residency program in terms of scaling the program. Um, but it's necessary due to regulatory reasons of identifying and making sure that the person applying for the residency is actually who he says he is. And as it's a governmental organization, then the residency team always have to has to make sure um, that they're not involved in any sort of scams, etc., etc. So they have to think about safety first. Um, so we have established uh, what you can do with the uh, residency card, which is register uh, registering a Estonian company online. Um, but why would you want to register a company in Estonia in the first place? So um, I uh, will list out some of the reasons, which I think are the key reasons why Estonia is a great place to start your business. For one, it's very little bureaucracy, it doesn't take a lot of time and you don't have to pay in any share capital, which is helpful if you're just starting out uh, because most of the countries do have a requirement for minimum share capital and it's usually in, in, in some thousands of euros or US dollars. Um, secondly, you can use your residency card to sign documents, annual reports, etc. etc. Um, everything related to company management can be done online using your e-residency so, uh, and with very little bureaucracy. Uh, so, so that's another reason why I think Estonia is a great place. Third, Estonia is the best tax environment in Europe. And moreover, Estonia has been number one in the International Tax Competitiveness Index for seven years in a row. And uh, by the way, the second place is occupied by our neighbors, Latvia, which took the second place a few years ago when they copied and adopted the Estonian corporate tax, tax uh, system. So um, well done by, by our neighbors. Um, and Estonia uh, doesn't have corporate tax, and that's a great win for startups. Imagine if you're building a company and you're making 100,000 euros in profit, um, and uh, you would need to pay tax on that every year. So uh, let's say it's 20%. So if you make 100,000 profit, even if you don't take any money out, uh, you still have to pay 20K on that profit um, annually. But in Estonia, the corporate profit is 0%. So you don't have to pay any tax unless you distribute money and pay money out to your shareholders or dividends. Um, so that's a very important reason why Estonia is a great place to start and manage your business. Going forward, it's cost effective. It's many times cheaper to open and maintain uh, the company in Estonia compared to Germany, Italy, Spain or most other European countries. Um, so that's a big plus for sure. Um, Estonia is seen as one of the most innovative countries in the world. So there's some sort of... Um, upside for the public image and it's not uh, not a tax haven right it's in a in a very trusted legal environment in the european union 
And uh, of course, Estonian new residency community, which is now around 70,000 people strong and more than 12,000 companies have been registered by EU residents. And there are some f very famous EU residents as well, like uh, the Japanese prime minister. I don't remember uh, the, the exact name, so I'm not going to pronounce it. Bill Gates is EU resident. Uh, Angela Merkel is EU resident. So and, and some other famous investors, etc. So um, the, the, there is a community behind EU residency and, and that's definitely an upside that Estonia and also Estonia has a very vibrant startup community. If you become an EU resident and you also want to obtain the Estonian digital nomad visa, for example, do you actually come and live here for a year and be part of that community, then that's something you can think about as well. Um, so um, what else? Uh, well, there are some important facts that you should know before you go and apply. It costs around 100 euros to get the card. Usually it's 100 euros, but uh, there are different delivery points, which are usually embassies in different countries. So let's say um, you live in uh, Spain and the uh, Estonian embassy is in Madrid. Um, then uh, you may have to pay 20 euros for the delivery of the card to the uh, embassy in Madrid. Not all uh, pickup locations have this additional fee, but uh, some of them do, but I don't know uh, from, from, from my heart which ones. So... Um, that's one thing and uh, connected to uh, the cost of the card, I just mentioned pickup locations um, and you have to choose one. When you fill in the application, then you choose the pickup location, which is the more convenient for you. You can always travel to Estonia as well, but due to these complicated times of COVID, etc., it's pretty difficult to travel and it's likely that it won't be a possibility for you. Uh, and once you pick up, pick up your card, you also have to give uh, fingerprints during the pickup. Um, and and uh, it's something you just have to take into account. So if you have, a, you know, some malicious plans and uh, you don't want to give your finger uh, prints, then you should drop the idea of applying for your residency at all. So um, important thing that you have to know is that there are difficulties to open a bank account. Uh, and most e-residents use fintechs like TransferWise, Business or Revolut, etc. Um, so fintech, fintech scene is extremely important in solving the problem of banking for e-residents because if you want to open an account in Estonia, then the only viable option is LHV, uh, which is a traditional bank. Uh, but they do require in-person identification and, uh, you know, in, in these current times of uh, lockdowns, etc., it will be difficult for you to travel to Estonia and actually identify yourself in the bank branch. So uh, that's that's one thing you have to take into account. Um, and for most companies, LHV will decline if they don't have any uh, you know ties or any other connection to the Estonian uh, Estonian country. And uh, and yeah, that's that's a major difficulty for your residents. But fintechs are great. They are cheap. They are you know online onboarding. They're easy to use, they fulfill all the functions that traditional banks do, but it's just something that we're all accustomed to using, you know, traditional banks. That's why it feels a bit odd for us not to have a traditional bank account, but instead use fintech. So um, it's, it's more of uh, what we are accustomed to rather than the functions that you're missing if you're using the fintech. So we, we support fintechs. I, I think uh, there are great options out there. So uh, I wouldn't worry about the banking issue. Uh, unless if you have a specific reason why you need to have a conventional bank. That said, for very simple business models like, you know, one-man software consultancies or development companies, etc., it is also possible to open an account in LHV because when the business is very straightforward, um, uh, simple structure, etc., it is possible to open a traditional bank account in Estonia as well. So, um, 
One important thing for you to uh, understand about e-residency is that it has absolutely nothing to do with tax residency. It doesn't affect your tax uh, burden in your own country. Uh, e-residency does not change your tax residency from your home country to Estonia. For example, if you live in Canada and you're a tax resident in Canada, uh, after obtaining the residency, nothing will change. You will still pay your tax to Canada. You don't owe anything from a tax point of view to Estonia simply by obtaining the residency card. So, um, and I'm telling that because it has been something that clients have been a bit uh, confused about. And I understand the confusion because the name is, uh, you know, e-residency, so it kind of raises some questions. It might be better if, uh, you know, the, the name was just a digital ID or something like that, but... Um, Anyway, you don't have anything to worry about when it comes to taxation. And if you want to enjoy all the benefits of the Estonian taxation system, then you would need to rent an apartment here and become a resident here. And then you will have access to all Estonian governmental services like Estonian citizens do, etc., etc. I think it's a great option. Matter of fact, I do think that Tallinn will be the best place to live when it comes to uh, Europe and even Scandinavian region for the next 10 to 15 years. Uh, it's a beautiful city. They are building it, uh, building out the shoreline now, which will be uh, just, I think it will be excellent uh, the way it's built and uh, the opportunities to start up scene and the cost uh, cost versus quality of living to restaurants, etc. I think it's the best best option you can make. Um, but that's uh, that's something I'm, I'm going, you know, off the course here. And lastly, uh, last but not least, uh, it's not a travel document, so you won't be able to travel to Europe or Estonia or, Scheng or Schengen uh, area using the e-residency card. For that, you would need to have a Estonian passport or Estonian ID card, which you will get if you have if you're actually living in Estonia. So, not to be confused for a travel document, it's not a travel document. It's not identification document. It's a, a tool for you to use to manage your Estonian company. Uh, open and manage your Estonian company. So in short, in 10 minutes, that's uh, what e-residency is. I hope I uh, delivered all the key facts uh, that you need to know. If you are interested um, having a chat about e-residency or you want to ask some additional questions, don't hesitate to get in touch with us at Estonia at Comistar.com, Estonia at Comistar.com. Um, yeah, thank you for listening and uh, talk to you soon. Hey, what's up? This is Mick from Comistar. In this podcast, we're going to discuss topics related to Estonian e-residency, taxes, regulations, starting and growing your company, marketing, and other relevant stuff for entrepreneurs. We're going to keep it short and casual. You can learn more about us at eresident.me. And by the way, none of the information shared on this podcast is or should be taken as a legal advice. If you have any questions, get in touch with us at estonian.comistar.com. Enjoy. Enjoy.